it's time for the Moving the Chains podcast. Your home for high school football coverage in the Palmetto State. Every team, every game, every week. And now your host, Kevin Thomas and John Epps. Kevin Thomas, John Epps here from Moving the Chains, here with our week two high school football preview show, John. Another great week last week. You know, week zero was kind of a stinker, but week one really uh, really turned out to be sad. had some really good ball games, didn't it? Yeah, we actually had uh, some closer games than we had in week zero, so that was nice to have. No doubt about it. This is you guys' first time coming in. We appreciate you guys. Uh, like, share, everything here on Facebook. Our Facebook, I have obviously, obviously handles Moving Chains. Same handle on Twitter, Instagram as well, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. Also, our brand new website, moveandchange.com. We've got a message board on there. We've got our players of the week. We've got our locker room. We can do a message board there. We've got the road trip. Lots of really cool stuff on there for you guys to check out. So go to moveandchange.com there. Um, like I said, this is our, mo- our week two preview show from Security Advantage Federal Credit Union, John. Anything else you got to say here before we get into some of our games of the week? No, let's get into it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Our games of the week are brought to you by Carolina Orthopedic and Neurosurgical Associates, John. The first game we've got here... A 4A, 3A clash. We've got Hartsville traveling to Camden. Both squads 2-0. Both squads come up with big victories of that from last week. Yeah, I tell you what, um, and we're actually going to have two really good teams going together. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought Camden was playing a pretty good team in Week 0 in Myrtle Beach. May not be the case, um, but these two teams have really got it going. Uh, we don't, I feel like we don't know a ton about how good they really are Hartsville. Um, beat up on Conway, yep. first game of the year, and then shut out Darlington last week. Um, came and had their way with Myrtle Beach, and then, of course, uh, you know, the annual beatdown League of Belgium last week. So neither team is, has been tested yet, and this game will certainly test both of them. Yeah, no doubt about it. He said last week, you know, Hartsville defeated Darlington 68-0. to Canyon took out Lugoff Elgin 53-7. Quarterback Grayson White had four passing TDs. That gives him seven passing TDs and two rushing TDs already on the year, John, for Camden there. Great start for Grayson in that offense. Uh, running backs Cortez Lane and Avery Hickman both had over 100 yards, and wide receiver Ja Myrant caught six for 165 and a touchdown. We know about the defense led by, you know, Shamit Jones and Xavier McLeod. Not true situation there. We know he didn't play last week. Um, we don't really know what the deal is there. He may be back this week. He may not be. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we shall see. Hartsville led by Jay Sean Anderson, a really good running back there. Quarterback McKendry Douglas, head coach Calibre does a great job. John, this game last year in Hartsville, Camden won 43-37. Did the Bulldogs win at home this year again, or can the Red Foxes come back and kind of get some revenge? I'm leaning Red Foxes in this game. Um, I think Camden. I think Camden is probably as good as they were last year. I don't know if they're 
I'm hard pressed to think that they're better. Mm -hmm. They could be. They certainly could be. But I, I like Hartsville in this game. I, I, a huge win for Canada last year in yep. this ball game. I'm down in Hartsville. But I'm leaning to Hartsville in this one. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I love that Anderson get at running back. You know that. I think he's a really good player. Douglas is a super athletic guy, quarterback, too, that really gives them some different options there. Camden, with what they've done offensively with Grayson White, has been super impressive to me. You know, it certainly has. You know, that's been always kind of the worry, you know, when we've seen them play Daniel and those teams kind of, you know, when it matters in the championship games. Like, they can't really keep up with them just because it's just they can't score enough. But this year, with what they're doing already, him having seven touchdowns passing, another two rushing, the the, the kids, the, the running backs, Lane and Hickman, that offense looks really good. Um, but I think I think I've got to lean Hartsville as well. Uh, I mean, I think they, they're kind of be a little frustrated from that game last year. Like I said, Anderson, I think, is going to have a big game running the ball for those guys, right? And you could have a much bigger game if McLeod does not play. No that, doubt about that. That is a big, big key for this one. Um Again, don't know the whole situation there, but sounding like he may not play Friday. We'll see. We'll find out Friday. Yeah, so you guys just tuning in. Uh, South Carolina commitment, Xavier McLeod did not play last week for Camden. Not sure the situation is there. Uh, we don't know if he's back this week or not, but we shall see. Uh, a couple comments here. Kevron says, good evening, go Gray. Appreciate you, Kevron. Dadrian says, Louisville. Another big win for those guys, Dadrian. Yeah. Chad says, go Fort D. Big win for those guys last week. Chris and Pedro say, what's up? What's up, fellas? Uh, your your Indians, have, Indians have a big game this week as well. Zach says, how about Clinton? Another big win for those guys. They smoked Lawrence. That was a fun one to, to check on on for sure. But, John, let's get now into our second Kona game of the week. That's Ridgeview at Lower Richland. Both teams 1-1. One one. Um, Ridgeview coming off a 15-14 loss to Sumter last second. A two-point conversion there. Lower Richland coming off a nice bounce-back win, 35-8 over Westwood. What do you see happening between the Blazers and the Diamond Hornets Friday? Well, the Ridgeview defense has been solid. Uh, the start, you know, coming out the gate. But, you know, we say it. We, we say it every time we're at a game, we're looking at the score, you know, following along. Like, when is Ridgeview going to start mm -hmm. putting up some points? They've they got the talent. they got all kind of talent on the outside. Got to start putting up some points. Um, and then Lowell Richland, a team that plays pretty good defense. Yeah. Um, you know, West Ashley got in that first game, but West Ashley might be a pretty good team, it turns out. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think – I just think Ridgeview is too good. Yeah. I, 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 I like them in this game because I think they – They've got the talent, and at some point they're going to figure it out on offense. They have to. They have to. Um, whether that's this week, whether it's down the road, who knows. But they're they're going to figure it out at some point in time, and I hope it's sooner than later. Yeah, for sure, this week. for sure. And, yeah, I, know, I think our word for those guys coming into the year was the quarterback play. Yeah. And they, they kind of settled on the Tomlin kid. And I feel like he didn't play bad last week. He threw two touchdown passes. Like it's a good soft defense, which is not bad. Very good soft But we just think that with this, with this talent – they could be scoring 28-35 a game. You know, that's think what, kind of what we're looking for. But I think this might be the game they break out. You know, he's, he's, he's training in the right direction. Obviously, the guys, McDaniel, Stevens, um, you know, Agnew, Lawson, those guys outside are really good. But like you mentioned, the defense has been, defense has been surprising. They've done a good job over there. Lower Richland, led by Nate Branch, receiver, the Coastal – or actually just decommitted from Coastal, actually. Uh, running back with Marion Pearson had three touchdowns last week. I think Ridgeview a little too much firepower. I think they, they kind of break out a little bit this way. I think they do beat Little Richland at home. Yeah, and, and gosh, Pearson had such a good game last week, um, considering him for player of the week uh, myself. But that Ridgeview defense, I think, can neutralize him mm -hmm. uh, pretty well. And I think I said this last week. I, I think I picked Ridgeview um, last week against Sumter. I like the big play potential yep. out of Ridgeview more so than Lower Richland. And yeah. I, I'm going to say that again. I'm going to keep believing in it. 
maybe I can talk into his existence. But I, I think Reggie, I like the, I like them in this game as well. Yeah, a couple more comments here. Adrian says Louisville has had running clock in the fourth quarter of both games so far. Brown says, "What's up, guys? Hey, how you doing? Round big win for Crestwood last week." Yeah. Chad says, "We'll find out if Fort D can hang with Grayson on Saturday." Yeah, that's one of the uh, the three South Carolina teams playing in that Cam Newton Classic down there Saturday in Georgia. That'll be a fun thing to follow as well, John. Our third game here, one that I'm really thinking about maybe going to, not sure yet, a 1A-2A matchup. Bamberg Earhart traveling over to Barnwell. Both squads 2-0. Bamberg had a little bit of a scare last week against DeMarc Olar. They won 36-20. That game was very close for a while. They were kind of in a danger zone, it felt like. Barnwell played for the second week in a row on a Thursday. Uh, won again 55-7 over Blackfield Hilda. John, can the Raiders hang with what the Warriors are going to do offensively? Oh, certainly. They can certainly hang with them. I, I think this is going to be uh, quite a ball game this weekend. And I tell you what, I, I really like Barnwell. I, mm-hmm. I think Barnwell is really good. Of course, they are. They come in this game with two eighteen. Yep. Uh, against one a um, Bamberg Earhart. I like Barnwell in this game. Yeah. And, and Barnwell has been really on fire. Yes. Uh, Bamberg Earhart. Yes. A little bit last week. Uh, you know, you don't expect them to give up twenty points. That uh, stellar defense they have. They better not do that this Friday. They yeah. do that this Friday. The War Horses are going to have a day. Um, I like Barnwell in this game, though. I think Barnwell, they're, um, they're ranked maybe sixth, I think. Uh, let, let's see here. I think they're ranked sixth in 2A is Barnwell. Uh, or fourth in 2A. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really good. Yeah. They're, they're as good as anybody in 2A. I, I like Barnwell in this game a little bit. Nothing against Manberg Earhart. Yeah. I think Barnwell is just that good. Yeah, this is the Warhorse's first real test. They played, you know, Williston and Blackfield, two not great teams this year. Um, but the offense looked like it showed up. I think Tyler Smith's averaging about 200 yards in a game, on, 200 yards a game on the ground. Already got eight rushing touchdowns there. Clay Pinder has three touchdowns. The quarterback, Cam Austin, you know, replacing Sanford, hasn't, been had, hasn't had to do a whole lot yet. I think this game might be when he has to. Um, I've heard some folks that he's got a good arm. He also can run a little bit. So maybe this is the game where he kind of breaks out with his feet some. So, It'll be fun to see, uh, you know, Maurice Odom has been really good on defense for those guys there. Bamberg led by Nick Falcon and Marion Buckman at running back. Young quarterback Chanston Crosby, uh, you know, kind of finding his way, figuring out if he can, you know, what he wants to be, maybe giving him some more balanced attack there. Defense the front seven, you know, Bamberg, I feel like, is always known for defense, especially that, that line, linebacker core there. Not quite as good as last year, I feel like, but still very formidable. I think this is a close ball game, but I think Barnwood just has a little too much firepower. I mean, you've got to... You, you say, hey, we got to take away, you know, the biggest, the best player, whether that's Pendersmith, whatever. But the other one still has enough firepower to carry your team either way. So I, I just don't know if you can stop both those guys in the ballgame. It, it's going to be very tough to stop both. you, you got to outscore them, I think. Mm-hmm. To beat Barnwell, you got to outscore them. And that's not necessarily Bamberg's game. Yep. Bamberg wants to beat you up. Um, you know, they say good de- a good offense is a, a really good defense, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's kind of how Bamberg plays. I think – Barnwell, again, a little bit too much in this game. I'll tell you what, we, we might be saying that for a lot of games yeah. that Barnwell has this year. Yeah, I'm excited uh, to see uh, to see Smith and Pender out there against a, a, a better opponent this week. I think the, the Warriors will get it done. A couple comments here. Ryan says this week, Richie's breakout game. He's with you there on the Yeah, right. let's go, Ryan. Derek says uh, Lakeview has homecoming this week, so, week, so they should be okay. Uh-huh. They should. They should. It's kind of early for homecoming, I feel like. But, you know, that's, that's how it goes sometimes. Uh, Patrick says, what have they been saying all week, medium Barnwell? Yeah, that uh, that Facebook group gets kind of wild over there, Big Bamberg and whatnot. But yeah, that'll be a, a heck of a ball game, and I like uh, like Burma playing at home too. W.W. Carter Field, that's always a, a good good place for those guys to play. Tough tough spot for opponents to go to. So I like the Warhorses in that one. John, our fourth corner game of the week here, 
South Aiken at Gilbert. South Aiken coming off an absolute shootout, losing 63-56 to to Lexington. Actually had the lead for, uh, you know, a couple score lead yeah. and lost it. Yeah. These guys are putting up crazy. You know, last week we had Javon Edwards, one of the running backs, as our player of the week, 230-plus, whatever it was. This previous week, quarterback Terrence Smith rushed for, I think I've seen two different numbers. I saw 416 and also saw 391. So whichever <laughs> one, it's a big number. And six touchdowns, and they lost the game, John. They're scoring a ton, but they're giving up a ton. Uh, you know, then Gilbert, 49-14 victory over Bayford Leesville. They had three guys run the ball well. Uh, Elias Graham-Woodbury, Jordan Allen-Hendricks, and Chance Suggs, the, the quarterback there. I like Gilbert a lot. I just don't think they can keep up with South Aiken. I think they don't have that kind of firepower out of the way. Yeah, that backfield for uh, South Aiken, it, it's going to be hard to control. I think I, – I feel very similar – with this game, as I do, Barrow, Bamber, Earhart. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any problems on the other side of the football for for uh, Gilbert. Yeah, I think they have a really, really good team in three A. I just think they got more on their plate than they can handle in the South Aiken game. Um, but South Aiken, gosh, if they if they if they did what they did in the second half against Lexington, yeah. they're gonna be in trouble if they do that the whole game. They're going to be in trouble against Gilbert. You know? Yeah. Gilbert's I mean, team, I don't think they're coming intimidated. They are the smaller school, but they're good. They know they're good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of our players, Luke, was John Norris, ran for 328 five touchdowns for Lexington last week against South Aiken. I just mentioned how Gilbert has three guys that can run the ball. They've got a chance for sure, uh, but I think if you're Gilbert, you don't want to get in a back-and-forth type match. Like You, you want to – you'd rather it be in the 20s. Like If you get into the 40s and 50s, you know you're in trouble probably. Yeah. But I do think Gilbert has a chance here, and I'll say this, John – Gilbert is a very tough place to play. Uh, you know, Coach Lee Part does a great job with that environment down there. Gilbert's a tough place to get a win. You know, it's uh, things tend to go their way. Let's say when, yeah, when you play yeah, down there, yeah. when you play the Indians at Gilbert, so that's that's going in favor. But I, I think South taking a little too much firepower this week. I think we're gonna see a pretty close game though. I think we're gonna see a pretty close and and hopefully a very well played, um, exciting game too. Because this could be, they could light it up too. Yeah, and that that's the kiss of death. Get rid of our defensive showdown Friday. But, um, you know, the, the talent out there, I think it could get pretty high scoring. For sure. Our fifth corner game of the week here, John. Another 1A 2A matchup. Two this week. How about that? Southside Christian traveling over to Abbeville. Southside Christian, when's the last time we can say this, John? 0 and 2. You know, they hadn't lost a game since the playoffs in 2019 when they were in 2A. They've lost back to back games now. I will say they have scheduled very toughly. They've played very. Very tough out-of-state opponents there. Losing last week, 52-20 to at Charlotte Christian. Abbeville, we saw them firsthand last week. Losing 51-44 to Powdersville. That team can play. They can score it a lot. The defense worries me. And you got to worry about their health a little bit, too. You know, obviously, Antonio Harrison's yeah. still out at running back. But quarterback Zay Rayford will be a game-time decision as well. Okay. Where are you leaning here from the Sabres and the Panthers? I, I'm i not familiar with the out-of-state opponents mm -hmm. that Southside played in, in the first two games. They played Commerce. And uh, Charlotte Christian last week. I'm not sure how those teams compare to what Abbeville's got, but we saw Abbeville firsthand last Friday, and they are good. Yes. Even wounded, they are very, very good. Uh, Rayford, certainly the number one option at quarterback, but uh, Jay Hill. Yep. Jay Hill came in the fourth quarter of that game, and he was super impressive. Three, three touchdown passes. Super impressive. And that was late in the third quarter he came in. I think Abbeville wins this game. I think they get a little bit of, um, I'm not going to say revenge, but 
get that kind of bad taste out of their mouth from last week, a, a game that, you know, they probably go, gosh, we had a chance. Uh, and they had some chances. They had some chances to be a really, really good 3A team in Powdersville. I think Abbeville wins this game. But, gosh, could, Southside Christian, could, are they really going to go 0-3? I know, I know, I know. That's hard to believe. You know, the, I guess the good thing, I guess, in the state is that these non-region games don't count, so that it doesn't really matter if you go 0-3. But, obviously, yeah. you, do, you don't want to see that if you're if you're a Sabre fan, for sure. I think Falcon said this a couple times already tonight. This is another game that could be a shootout. You know, Southside Christian, <laughs> yeah. they've given up a lot of points the first couple games here. Uh, I think 53 last week. Abbeville also given up a lot of points. The defense did not look great last week. I didn't feel like against Powdersville. Um, so this is another that could get into the 30s and 40s, maybe, um, if we see, we see some explosive plays from those guys. And I don't know. I think I'm going to lean Southside Christian. I, I like the Martin Kidd at quarterback a lot, especially if Rayford's out. You know, just, that just – Jay Hill, I feel like he may come down off the off the mountain a little bit this week. Um, you know, but I think I'm going to go with Southside Christian in a close one here Friday night. Okay. I, I feel pretty confident. Yeah. And my Abbeville pick. Yeah. That'll um, be a, a tough place to play. A-Town is a great environment. If you guys haven't been, definitely go check that out. That'll be a good ball game there for sure. Uh, a couple more comments. Derek, Derek they said Southside Christian 0-2. Yeah, that's a surprise yeah. for sure. Um, you don't you don't see that very often. We haven't seen it here in several, <laughs> several years. Says uh, Southside finished 7-3. You're probably right, Darius. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree with that, Pro- too. Probably right about I that. I think they got 0-3. Probably we were lost 7 in a row. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and our uh, Skiza. Game of the week by Kona here, John. Not a typical one we see here a lot. Not at all. Five-time state champion, five-time defending state champion, the Hammond Skyhawks traveling to the reservation to take on the Gaffney Indians, the defending 5A state champs. Hammond lost first week big to Prince Avenue out of, uh, I think it's, uh, is it Georgia? Or I Kentucky? believe they are. It's Georgia. I want to say it is... Um, in that Athens area, let's see if we can. Lost a lost week week zero to Prince to Prince Ave. Came back and beat Florence Christian forty nine to nothing last week. Gaffney lost two weeks ago to South Point. We know about that. Uh, you know, in Rock Hill and that game to South Point got canceled last week. Uh, Mid first quarter, up seven to six on Union. Lightning issues. Game got canceled there. So they haven't really, you know, they haven't really played a full game in two weeks. I guess. Hammond and Gaffney, John. I mean, obviously, everybody thinks Skiza, public school, a five A school. You know, skis and no chance. What do you think about this ball game? I guess they have a chance. Yeah, I don't know what they're, they they're they're playing the game, but I think once the game starts, they're gonna have very very little chance. Uh, I think Gaffney, uh, you know, they won't, you know, as you said, they were just up seven six in that game. Union scored first. Mm-hmm. I, I know some of the Gaffney fans out here are a little little sweaty palms, a little nervous about what what may uh, unfold this season. I'm not that concerned about Gaffney. I think they're going to be okay. I think the Indians are going to be fine. Um, maybe not as good as we thought they were going to be this year, but I think this is a chance for them to come back out, flex a little bit, get some, get some confidence back in themselves, get some confidence back into the program. I think Gaffney wins pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jarrell says Prince Abbott in Athens, so good to know there. A um, couple things on Heyman here. They do return five guys who started, or excuse me, nine guys who started a game on offense last year. Very nice. Um, yeah, obviously, they're replacing, though, the big running back, Hayford Stokes, now at Michigan, the big-time player. But the quarterback, uh, Dylan Richardson's back. Um, running back, Aiden Kanzader replaces Stokes. Three wide receivers, Bennett, Epps, and Tyler are really good. Defense led by Brandon and uh, Atchison at the linebacker spot. What worries me is the size on the line. 
You know, they're not going to have the as big of guys as Gaffney as on defensive or offensive lines there. I think that Gaffney may start leaning on a little bit. You know, we know we talk about Gaffney every week. Everybody knows the names there now. Loftus, uh, you know, Jeffries, who I guess he's still out technically. A little John Johnson. Um, you know, all those guys that that people know around the state because they're big time players. That Gaffney O line probably doesn't get talked about it enough. That's that very guys. true. That and, is a very good point. You know, a big time left tackle, a sophomore that's played a lot this year, and, and he's done a really good job there. Um, Defensive line, too, Clay Putnam, Nathan Johnson kind of playing that hybrid linebacker defensive line spot there does a really good job. I think Gaffney has a little too much size up front for Hammond. I think they win this game. I think they kind of lean on them in the second half, and it might get to be a 2-3-4-4 game here late. And and let's not sell this part short either. Again, we are talking about a private school. Yeah. I know they're a big private school, but they're going to the reservation. Yeah. That's yeah. different. New atmosphere. That is New atmosphere. different. Totally different atmosphere. It, it's that is going to be a factor. Yeah. Um, and Gaffney fans, I know they know it. I don't have to tell them this, but that that can get up on them quick, especially if Gaffney can jump out. Don't let don't let him have success early. Yeah. I know that's easier said than done. But if Gaffney can get up, get a lead early, have the crowd into it, that that can really I think shake up. Hammond a little bit. Yeah, a couple comments here. Uh, Patrick says, hard to call. they got seven sophomores on defense for Gaffney. That's kind of a surprise there, you know. Was, and like I mentioned, with Hammond, with Hammond having the experience on offense, maybe that does flip the offense in their favor a little bit, you know, because they're, they're, they've got some experience on that side of the ball. But I think, just like I said, I think the line play is going to be too much. And I've got a prediction here from John. says, uh, Gaffney 34, Hammond 24. That will be uh, – that, you know, I'd be impressed with, with yeah. That would be that would be too bad there. Um, what it turns out to be. I do have to say this before we get off this one here, John. Hammond the Skyhawks, maybe one of the best nicknames in, in South Carolina. That is really good. The Skyhawks is a good name. I mean, and, objectively, great great name for your team. And I think um, let's see. I think Hammond are they also? I think, the they're, I think they're just the Hawks. I believe actually. Are they? I think they're just the Hawks. But they are the Hawks. I think okay, we're both leaning uh, leaning Gaffney here. Um, I would be very surprised if Hammond wins this game. Um, very. If they keep it within 14 points, I think that's a, considered a successful trip for those guys, really. I'd, I'd say two or three scores yeah. to be successful. You know, if it's 42-21, I, I don't think that's a bad showing either. Yeah. Patrick said good chance to think on defense this week. So, okay, interesting to see. I know because they didn't look great. I heard last week in the one drive against Union. So, you have to make some changes. You know, I'm sure Coach Jones, Coach Jones will get those guys uh, – Figured out for sure. And those tenth graders are gonna get better and better and better. Yep. You know, uh, I'm sure playing at the varsity level for the first time, it's a little nerve wracking. You know, hey, the reservation can be intimidating even when you're wearing the black and gold. Yeah. So, <laughs> especially in your first game. So I get that they're gonna get better and better. And at the end of the day, I I think in large part, talent takes over. Yeah. Talent yeah. wins. Yeah. Well, John, let's uh, that's our last Kona game of the week here. I'll, I'll give a couple of shout outs here while you pull up some of the statewide scores. Do you want to start maybe in the middle of this week? I know we started one A week zero, five A. So we're gonna think about maybe starting in three A and then go okay. around yeah. that way. Let's okay. do that. Let's do that. Quick let's shout out here to on. our preview show sponsor, Security Advantage Federal Credit Union. They have a clear clear purpose to improve the financial lives of their members. They offer smart financial solutions. Join today at securityadvantagefsu.com. Win a banking thrive life member NCUA. Also, our friends at the Georgia Agency serving insurance in South Carolina for 35 years. 35 or full line insurance agency contract employee benefits and health insurance office in Merle, Mullins and Merrill's Inlet. Been able to help you all across the state. The Georgia Agency.net. Our uh, game of the week sponsor, Kona. 
offers the most advanced training and experience in orthopedic surgery, neurosurgery, sports medicine, and pain management in the upstate. Corner.care, that's Corner.care. And then our stock up, stock down sponsor, Founders Federal Credit Union. See how a founder's membership can elevate your financial game. Train your financial skills with a wide array of financial tools and services. Visit relaxjointfounders.com. That's relaxjointfounders.com. John, I read it really fast. I hope everybody heard it. If you didn't, we'll just very clean. It. We'll see. Very clean and clear. <laughs> well, John, let's get rolling here. Do you want to start with side on 3A here? Yeah, let's do 3A let's first. Let's do 3A first. I love it. Uh, we'll start with Crestwood at Andrew Jackson. Got off a big win there for Crestwood. Knocked off yes. Gray. Big comeback win there. Uh, Andrew Jackson and also a nice win last week. Oh, no, sorry. They lost Carroll Central. Played them um, close. They did. They did. That'll be a fun ball game down there. That'll be a good game. Uh, Calhoun County will be at Battery Creek. Hilton Head will be going to Beaufort. That could be a pretty good game. Yep. Lawrence will be at Belton Hunting Path. Spartanburg at Broome. Uh, one of the games of the week, Hartsville at Camden. Berea will be at Carolina. Boiling Springs will go to Chapman. Wahala will be at Chesney. Fountain Inn will be going to Crescent. And here's a game where we're going to have to have a winner. Lugolf Elgin will go to Darlington. Two oh teams gosh. that are not very good. One of them's going to have to win. I think you got to lean the, the LE squad there, right? Yeah, I, I, I've got the Demons. Darlington's on. very bad. Darlington's very bad. <laughs> yeah. Demons might be a three-score favorite in this one. Uh, I, I think they, they'll get the first W of the season. Maybe they're only one. Where Shoals will be at Emerald. Chester will be at Fairfield Central. That'll be a fun game, I it think. It is. Fairfield Central's light on the scoreboard. A uh, nice comeback win last year over, over uh, Andrew Jackson there. Quarterback and the McMillan kids playing really well. I think they beat Chester, I think. I think they do, too. Yeah. I think Chester will be there. They'll be in the conversation when we talk about playoffs down the road. They'll be in there. But I really like what we're seeing out of the Griffiths I do too. here early I do too. on. Now, that'd be a big win for them, too. Yeah. Then we've got um, doo -doo -doo -doo. South Aiken, as we talked about, going to Gilbert. Big game there. Blue Ridge will be at Greer. Lake City will be at King Street. It'll be a fun one. King Street, you know, not playing last week. They're back now. Lake City, tough loss last week. Uh, that'll be fun to see how that one goes. That'll be a really good game, really good game. I know the uh, kids at King Street will be excited to get to play mm -hmm. after after having to sit out last week. Dreer will be at Lakewood. Uh, talk about one, another one of the games of the week, Ridgeview at Lower Richland. Um, a big game there for the, the outskirts of Columbia. Yeah, if you guys missed that when we get done, go check it out at the beginning of the show here. We kind of went through our games of the week, so go check that out later on. Should be a low, maybe I can talk this one to be a high-scoring affair. I don't think it'll be a low-scoring game again. East Clarendon will be at Manning. Powdersville will play at Malden. That's a fun one there. Uh, you know, Powdersville scheduling a big 5A school with a 3A team there. We saw what they could do last week offensively. It looked really good with Thomas Williams, Eli Hudgens, and that crew there. Malden, nice victory over uh, Bowling Springs last week on the road. Yep. Malden playing at home for Freeman Field. Interesting place to play there. I think Powdersville can pull it off. But Malden, if, if they win this game, that really showed me something. I think so too. I, I think Powersville is going to win. I, I think they should win. In all honesty, um, we'll see. It's going to be it's going to be a tough game. It's it's hard to predict three yeah. A going to five A. Yeah, hard. especially this early in the season. We know Powersville is pretty good defense. Got to shore things up a little bit, but um, we're really not sure about Mullen. Mm -hmm. Hard to tell. This would be a this would be a good barometer game for the Mavericks. Yep, for sure. See where they're at. Here's a good one. Clinton will be at Newberry. I think the Red Devils will win this one, but a cool game seeing Clinton and Newberry. Yeah, yeah, Newberry off last week, already had, had a bye week, kind of an odd thing there, the 0-1. Uh, Coach Sheeter looking for his first win. I don't think he gets it this week. I think Clinton is 
they are lining up the scoreboard. I think they had three three guys go over 100 yards last week, including a 99 yard touchdown run. Defense is shutting teams down. Uh, that they look really good in three A right now. Three A. This is such an exciting class. You talk about Clinton, how good they are. You talk about Powers, how good they are. Cannon, how good they are. Daniel, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I don't know who you pick. Yeah, yeah. Three A is gonna be fun for the playoffs, though. Baptist Hill will be at North Charleston. Brooklyn Casey will be at Northwestern. That's an interesting matchup there too. Uh, you know, BC nice win last week over Air Force. Northwestern continue to roll. Played a little bit closer at Clover than I thought it was going to be there. Um, I don't know if BC has the firepower to win this one. Northwestern looks really strong. Uh, that's a that's an interesting matchup there up uh, in, in Rock Hill this week. Yeah, uh, I, I hope BC can have a good showing, but after seeing them just not able to do anything in the second half mm. against Burns, I find it hard to believe they're going to have much more success against Northwestern. Because I think Northwestern, they are the real deal. Yeah. Um, they, they are very sharp. Well coached, um, they play the game the right way. That, that's gonna be a tough one for BC. Yeah. yeah, but good, good for BC bouncing back last week and getting the win over Airport. Well, South Lawrence at Orangeburg Wilkinson. Travelers Rest will be at Palmetto. Might get the first win for the Devil Dogs there. Boy, they they, they need to get it. last week cleared from the cleared from their mind completely. We've got Georgetown at Philip Simmons. Southside High School will be at Pickens. Marlboro County, big win for them over Sherrall last week. They will play Scotland out of North Carolina. Yeah, one of our teams of the week there. They look really good against Sherrall. Um, a Sherrall team that we thought could, if not win, at least keep yeah. it very close. They blew those guys out. Yeah. Uh, Bulldogs look good, and I, I hope they're good. Like, I hope they're, like, legit. Uh, that's a fun program when they're, when they're fun. Yeah, and they're I don't good. think there's anything wrong with Sherrall. No. You know, we'll, no. we'll find out. Maybe maybe. We'll, they're overrated, but I don't think so. I think that's just a flat-out really good win for the Bulldogs. Yeah. We'll see Wren at Seneca. Loris, your team. Yeah. Let's go ahead and Loris. So we'll do both of them. Loris will be at South Columbus in North Carolina. Loris continues to impress, man. Yeah. Um, you know, another win over, over a 5A team last week. North Carolina is not great, but still they beat him, which is a solid win there. Duke Bellamy is a really good player. The Huff kid, a quarterback, is a really good player. I'm telling you, Loris in 3A is going to make some people – People uh, think later on in the year for sure. Back to that Wren Seneca game. Seneca, you know, two and zero for Seneca. You don't yes. see that a whole lot. Wren, we don't know a whole lot about them still because you know because they had some some late departures and whatnot. They've got the talent there. This would be a good barometer for, for for Seneca. I feel like if they win this game, like okay, maybe Seneca's for real. People are still kind of doubting them right now, yeah. even though they're two and zero. Yeah, yeah, they are two and zero, but they haven't they haven't had a, they haven't had a game against a team like Wren yet. Yeah. So I think this would be a test for them. Uh, and, and I'm not too sure what to think. I, I think. Wren, probably the better team here. Yeah. But Seneca certainly has got a chance, especially playing at home. That's got to help. Yep. Um, that will be a fun one to watch. York will be at Union. I really think Union will be very excited yeah, that's to play this there, game, um, given how well they played in the mm-hmm. you know first 10 minutes or so that they got against Scaffing last week. Walkamall will host Ashley out of North Carolina. Uh, Dylan will be at Wilson. One of our pickup games here. Wilson two and zero as well. They beat two uh, lower class. They beat three A Ainer and two A Marion, but still two nice wins there. Dylan beat the breaks off Lamar last week. Obviously, um, that'll be a fun matchup to see if Wilson is for real or not. I think Wilson wins the game. Really over Dylan? I think so. I think okay. they do. Okay, but, that surprises um, me. I, it's, I, it's gonna be. I was not 
ready for Dylan to dominate Lamar like they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they took their foot off the gas early in that game. Yep. Um, that that would be a good one. That would be good. It's in Wilson too. I I think that that's gonna be a really good. One. And if Wilson does win that game, that's that's big time for those guys. Big yes, time, big time. And then our last game will be JL Man at Woodruff. Um, it's gonna be a tough game for Woodruff. And they got a good defense, though. Yep. That yep. helps. Man, struggled a little bit in the Riverside game last week. I think they bounced back offensively this week, I feel like. But we'll, uh... Yeah, I like Man in this game, too. But we'll see if, if that Woodruff defense can can um, take that tape from last Friday and replicate it. For sure. Do you want to go to 4A or 2A next? You tell me. Let's do 2A. All right. Let's do a couple comments here. Uh, John says Burns has 40 seniors. Yeah, we'll get okay. more into that Burns-Greenville game here in a minute. We'll go to 4A and 5A. Donald says, go Hillcrest. Ross says he hears Andrew Jackson has a nice field. Jarrell says, Central Griffins. Yes, they're playing really good there. Jimmy says, Burns is the best team in the state. Okay. A lot of prediction there. We'll talk more about those guys here in a minute. Um, ask us who the best team in 5A is. We'll get to that here in 5A as well. we got uh, Stallions, Mavericks, 803 versus 704. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that uh, South Point game playing a team out of, uh, they're playing Mallory Creek this week. That's right. That's right. That's Burns. Right. We got a score prediction. Burns 56, Greenville 9. Oof. I will say, I'd be surprised if it's that lopsided for sure. I, um, that would be, I don't think that's going to be the case. We shall see. A little than that. We shall see. Um, <laughs> we got a couple more comments here. Uh, Wilson will run that no huddle up tempo. That'll be funny. And then, yeah, Dylan beat the Braves off Lamar. Yes, they did, Jarrell. Yes, they did. Uh, John, let's look now at 2A and, and kind of roll through that. Uh, and speaking of AJ uh, going out there, Great place to watch a game. Uh, that that is a cool place to go. Now I'll tell you what, eat before you get there unless you plan on eating a dog at the stadium because there is nothing around Andrew Jackson High School. But it, that is a cool place to go for a game. Enjoy it. I'm glad to hear you're going up there. Rolling into the two A slate here uh, as we talked about one of our games of the week, Southside Christian going down to A Town playing Abbeville. I think that's going to be a really fun game. I like Abbeville in that game though. Burke will be at Academic Magnet. Strom Thurman will go to Aiken. Andrew Jackson hosting Crestwood. That would be that'll be a fun game too. Bornwell hosting Bamberg Earhart, another one of our games of the week. Yeah, so if you guys missed our game of the week chat, beginning of the show, when the show's over, you can back and listen to it. We went through some of the biggest games here in the state and really gave them an in-depth breakdown. Blacksburg will be hosting uh, Cherryville High School out of North Carolina. I haven't heard of that school before. I don't know if that's a new one or not. Buford will be hosting Lee Central. Carver's Bay hosting Andrews. Hannah Pamplico at Sherall. Waha will be going to Chesney. Liberty will be at Eastside. Columbia going to Edisto. Wade Hampton in the lower state will be at Estill. Uh, as we talked about Fairfield Central hosting Chester. Mention that game again because that's going to be a fun game. Yeah, well, I do want to circle back to that Sherall Hannah Pamplico game. That'll be a fun one too. I mean, Sherall needs a bounce back here. Hannah Pamplico not, got a nice bounce back last week after losing Luke Zero to, to McBee. Um, Han- or Hancock is going to test you defensively for sure. So we'll see what Sherrall's got. They got 40-plus to Marlboro County last week. See that kind of shortening up a little bit against the Raiders this week. I think they bounce back. I think they bounce back. We've got, um, on a Thursday night game, McCormick will be at Fox Creek. Green Sea Floyds will host Mullins. Richland Northeast at Keenan. Lake City at King Street. Again, that will be a fun game. Mm-hmm. King Street not playing last week, getting back on the field this week. St. Joseph's at Landrum. Louisville hosting Chesterfield. Chesterfield, I, I don't know much about them this year, but boy, they lit up the scoreboard last year. Yeah, they had, they had some, some points. Game. I think Louisville, I mean, I think at home, 
I'm going Louisville to continue that win in ways. I mean, they, they've looked so impressive in the first two weeks of the season here. I think they win again uh, this week. I think so, too. I, I'm right with you until they give us reason to not pick them. I like Louisville as well. Uh, Lucy Beckham will be hosting Bishop England. Marion Swamp Foxes hosting Central. Yeah, I want to hit over two two games in a row there. You know, Marion up 22 to nothing last week to, to Wilson in the first quarter. Ended up losing that ball game. I um, mean, kind of got gassed out a little bit against the 4 team. Offense can light it up. I think they beat Central. And Lucy Beckham, I mean, they're about to go 3-0, John. Like, these guys are playing some ball right now. Uh, great to see how, how well they're doing here in their first official varsity season. And I think this is great. You know, I know there's different strategies for, for different schools, you know, in the offseason, like, you know, who you schedule out of region. Um, I love the play. Of, and I'm not saying that Lucy Beckham's playing a bunch of nobodies. Heck, they have one last week. A big, a big school, yeah. They're not. But the fact that they're winning ball games and getting confidence going for that new program and heading into region play. Yeah, that's great. I'm see. really excited to see that's that. That's great to see. You got Silver Bluff at Midland Valley. This game's got a little extra juice yeah, to it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dunbar now at Midland Valley. Yeah, I know he's not play. He didn't play last week. I don't think he's quite healthy, and he's, I don't think he's quite back yet. Um, but still, there's going to be a little bit of tension there for sure. Uh, Midland Valley did get a nice win last week over Strong Thurman. Yeah. Silver Bluff did not look great. They lost Sockasty again. Uh, these guys need a win, and I don't know if it comes this week or not. I think they win this week, but boy, if they don't, that's going to be that's going to be some trouble down the bluff. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Saluda will be at ninety six. Um, got some interesting news on Saluda coming up here later in the show. C. A. Johnson will be at North Central. Carolina Forest going to Oceanside. A five A team against a two A team. And I think Oceanside's a clear favorite because of what we saw from Carolina Forest last week. <laughs> I mean, Oceanside goes toe to toe with South Florence, one of the best, best teams in the four. They lose by a point. Carolina Forest gets blown out by Somerville, only scoring like seven points, which really surprised me there. I think you got to lean the two A team here at home against the five A school. Yeah, and I think it's. How can you say that? And I think for Oceanside, it's almost a disservice saying the two A team. It don't matter what classification those guys. They are they can really, play ball. Yeah. really good. And there's a handful of teams in the state I think you can say the same about. They are certainly one of them. Eau Claire will be at Pillion. Rich Spring Mineta hosting Batesburg Leesville. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, the Cam Newton Classic down Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Gray will be participating in that. They will be playing South Atlanta. And that game will be on Saturday. Yep, yep. Um, pretty cool there. So, um, well, actually, I'd say I'm getting crossed up on where the games are. Um, Gray playing in Atlanta Saturday. Former great great Casey Adams playing in Georgia State. That's but right. They will be in Columbia. That's right. That's right. The That's right. Later on that day, Cross will be at Timberland. Lake Marion will be at Wagner Sally. Ridgeland Hardyville will be at Whale Branch. Mid Carolina going to Whitmire. A fun matchup there. You know, uh, Mid Carolina did not perform well last week. Whitmire's two and up. Um, I don't know if they got the firepower to beat Mid Carolina. I'm going to pick them to do it. They're playing at home, John. You no, see no, the stadium. No. It's a great stadium. Wolverines are two, and I think they keep rolling. I like I like it. Why not? And then Woodland will host Bluffton to round out the 2A slate. Yeah, which way you want to go next? Got a couple more comments here while you pull it up. Let's go uh, Let's go 1A. Let's see. We've got uh, Seth says, yeah, the way Seth has been playing A-Town, should get a win there. Bradley says, uh, hope you guys are doing well. Look forward to our lives. Thank you, Bradley. Appreciate you tuning in. Adrian says, Chesterfield has not played a game yet. Yep, that's right. Um, Daryl says, what about Denmark Olar? We'll get to them here in a second. Um, let's see, John says his top five ranking prediction is Dutch Fork, Dorman, Burns, South Point, and TL Hannah. 
interesting to see there, John. Let's uh, let's okay. roll through one A here, and then we'll get back up to some big boys after that. We've got um, Calhoun County will be at Battery Creek. Uh, Andrews will be at Carver's Bay. Christ Church will be hosting uh, Georgia School Holy Innocence. Colleton Prep will host Branchville. Denmark Olar hosting St. John's. Denmark Olar, I had a question about that a minute ago from uh, from Daryl. I think they get a win uh, this week. You know, they looked good against Bamberger. They gave Bamberger a scare last week for a little bit. I think they get they get a win this week over uh, St. John's. I think so too. They played like they did last Friday. I think so too. Uh, I like them in that one. Hopefully, they didn't gas themselves in that game last Friday and they're yeah. ready to go. Uh, Dixie, they will host Greenwood Christian. Mullins will be at Green Sea Floyd's. Hunter Kenner Tyler hosting Bethune Bowman. Lakeview, homecoming. They will be inviting Hemingway into town for that Hemingway one. has big problems. We mentioned uh, their situation last week, and then they got blown out again. Um, Lakeview's going to roll. They, Hemingway might be seeing a couple uh, homecomings this yeah. year. Yeah. Lamar will host Legion Collegiate. Landrum hosting St. Joseph's. Latta, undefeated, hasn't given them up a point yet. They'll be hosting McBee. I think they can win that game too. It'll be a good get a good test there. You know, Mac beat uh beat Hannah Hepco week zero, lost to Buford badly last week. I do think Lada win this game as well. I think that'll be a fun one. Um North Charleston will be hosting Baptist Hill. Military Magnet will be at Palmetto Christian. Great Falls will be at Scott's Branch. Calhoun Falls will be going to Spartanburg Christian. And uh that rounds out one A. Awesome. Awesome. Uh no more comments here, I think, uh, since that one came out. No. We're going to go 4 or 5A, John. Let's go 5A. 5A. Let's do it. Let's roll through the big boys here. Conway going to Ashley Ridge. I don't hit on Conway. Big win over Myrtle Beach last Saturday. Um, I was impressed. Obviously, they're 5A, 4A. You know, we, we get that. But usually, Myrtle Beach dominates that rivalry, at least recently. Lately, um, they have. Myrtle Beach should be 0-2 now. Conway, you know, big performance there for those guys. I was surprised when I saw that score come across. Conway, I don't I mean, Ashley Ridge, Conway might. Might get a win here as well. I think so too. The the thing that worries me though is we've said, wow, it's a, that Myrtle Beach score surprises us. Mm-hmm. And both of them were almost identical the wrong way from the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Myrtle Beach might be in a wheel, a rebuilding phase this yeah. season. Good uh, news that they did get the quarterback back last week. The Dunn kid did play, but they've got to figure some stuff out soon here. Yeah, they gotta figure out some stuff on defense. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that I think that is priority number one. Yeah. For those guys, you gotta figure out that figure out the defense. If you can't stop anybody, it's gonna go out the win. Somerville got some news on the Green Wave here coming up too. They're about to win again this week because Berkeley is not good. They will be at Berkeley. Should be able to keep the momentum rolling there. Blythe will be hosting Westwood, a little Blythewood rivalry. I think this is gonna be a really good game. Blythewood played Ridgeview very tough mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Um, Westwood, we think highly of them. Uh, they suffered a tough loss with the Spring Valley. Uh, the Spring Valley, and then last week they lost to uh, Lower Richmond. They're zero yeah. two, not looking yeah. great so far. Um, should be a fun, you know, kind of cross town. Uh, you can't even say, really say town, I guess, but just cross cross the street rivalry there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Uh, Spartanburg will be at Broom. A team zero two that's much better than their record. They get a win this week. Spartanburg. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I think Broom might be on two no, as well. No, Spartanburg gets a win this week. Uh, Burton. We, this game was brought up earlier. Burns uh, hosting, or actually, Burns will be going to Greenville. Yes, right? Burns is going um, to Greenville. That's right. I think it's I see it's wrong there. Um, stadium. That's an interesting matchup. You know, Burns has had two dominating wins over three A teams, um, both at home over Chapman and Brooklyn Casey. 
Greenville 0-2, but they've played the likes of uh, two 5A schools, Bowling Springs and T.L. Hanna. This would be a, a pretty... Dorman sorry. T.L. Hanna. Uh, yes, Dorman and T.L. Hanna. You're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry, T.L. Hanna played Bowling Springs first week, yeah. This would be a fun matchup here. You know, Dor- or we know what Bullet Burns has on offense. So much firepower. Kai Cook, Camarius Bomar, you know, Livingston, uh, Colby Shaw, Armani Weaver, yada, yada, yada. Greenville has his talent, too. Mazio Bennett, Tyler Brown, Jaden Pepper, the Sherman kid, uh, quarterback Jordan Sink. This could another be another kind of high-scoring game. The Burns defense really stepped up in the second half and, and really shut down both BC and Chapman held up to seven points. I think Greenville certainly scored, scored more than seven, but I don't know if they can quite score enough to beat Burns. I don't think they win this game, but I do think this is a game. Yeah. I think yeah. this is, you know, maybe a seven, you know, a seven to ten point game. Um, Burns is going to have to earn this one. And I, I saw the comment earlier, Burns best team in the state. Maybe we ask Greenville after the game Friday. Yeah, yeah. They will have played Norman, T.L. Hannah, and Burns right out the gate. Three very, very good teams in 5A. It, it, and it would actually be interesting. I know Coach Porter, nobody like Greenville side is going to say, mm-hmm. you know, hey, these guys are better right, than Right, right. But um, it'll be interesting to see how that game goes and kind of compare it on, on what Greenville has done uh, first two games. You know, looking at those first two weeks, Greenville really got the ball ran all over him a little bit by T.L. Hanna because, you know, that's what T.L. Hanna does, of course. And then Dorman, too, Demarius Foster, over yeah. 300 yards there in, in week zero. Burns has not ran it a ton because they've really got to throw the ball around a little bit. It's going to see if they try to get kind of the Brooks kid and if they try to get uh, Livingston a little more involved on the ground this week in that ball game. But I think Burns wins. I think it's a close one. I think so, too. And we saw uh, Shaw run the ball with some yeah, uh, yeah. pretty good effectiveness in that Brooklyn-Casey game. You know, when he's got to take and run. Uh, tall kid, yep. long stride. You know, he's one of those players, he, you know, you, you look at him running and he doesn't look that fast, but nobody's catching him. Chewing up yardage. <laughs> had to, yeah, taking three yards a step. Moving on, we've got West Ashley will be at Kane Bay. A good team. So West Ashley's been surprising two and other yeah, so far. Yeah, I think they won this one too. Mm-hmm. Nation Four will be at Catawba Ridge. Spring Valley will go to Chapin. Chapman will be hosting Bowling Springs. Coach Real maybe gets his first win this week. We'll see. I don't know. Two teams that have not played great so far. Yeah, so, I, so we'll see what happens. I like Bowling Springs by a little bit in this one. Uh, got Dutch Fort playing a tough Creekside program out in the state mm-hmm. of Georgia. Issue, you know, and if you guys didn't follow last week, in that Spartanburg game, they lost quarterback to Liam Appler. Um, really just had to go run, run, run. You know, Jarvis Green, one of our players, we goes over 300 yards there, running the ball. I don't know what the plan is. I think Appler's out again this week. I don't know if they've got a backup they feel confident throwing it around with. So. Interesting to see how they kind of play that strategy uh, on offense for, for Dutch Fork this week. Yeah, so Coach Knox is going to have his work cut out for him this week, game mm-hmm. playing, because you're not going to be able to do. I don't think you can just say, hey, Jarvis, run this thing 35 times. Yeah. And, you know, be especially a, a non-region side. game, especially. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to, you know, you got to think about the kid's future. Yeah. Yep. You don't want to run him out of gas in, in your third game of the season, especially. You know, we, we mentioned that. We joke about it. Um, Coach Knott's very cognizant of that, given the uh, the toll that it took on his team yeah. in the playoffs. Um, yeah. You know, they're out of, out of region schedule that they played last year, traveling a good bit. Um, you know, that kind of stuff catches up to you at the end mm-hmm. of the season. So he, he's got to be mindful of that. I, I know they wanted to win that game against Spartanburg last week. That was a big-time game in the state. Um, yeah, it, very interesting to see what Dutch Sport comes out. With an offensive game plan on Friday um, against Creekside. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday yeah. right. Um, I tell you what, 
I know Dutch weren't getting this kind of program, but maybe you just say, hey, this game is what it is. We're going to get our backups ready. We're, we're going to get our backup quarterback ready. We're going to make them throw the ball. We, yeah. you know, it's going to be a learning experience. But um, I don't know. That's You don't see a Dutch weren't. It's going to be a matchup, yeah. It, 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 that's going to be a really fun game to, to follow or watch. You might be able to find that one on, the, on TV somewhere. Greenwood will be at Dorman. Greenwood 0-2, played AC4 in the Sandy Creek last week. Dorman 2-0, two nice wins at North Augusta, and obviously Greenwood week, week zero there. I think Dorman continues to kind of roll there. I think Greenwood, they're going to be fine. They've just played some really tough competition so far. Yeah, yeah, for Greenwood, uh, you know, short things up. Uh, you know, have this as good practice. Hey, maybe you get some turnovers. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I think Dorman, Dorman wants this one going away. Uh, Fort Dorchester, also playing on Saturday. They will be playing a very storied program, Grayson High School, out of the state of Georgia. A lot of Grayson athletes have played on Saturdays at the collegiate level. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be a big game for uh, Fort Dorchester and see what they got in that one. Yeah, you know, Fort D, they beat Buford last week a nice win. I think it was 21-6, really probably wasn't that close. Yeah. But they had a lot of kind of early, early season mistakes, turnovers, penalties, stuff like that. You can't have that if you want to beat Grayson. Uh, no. You can't have that. You know, I love the quarterback Zoltan Osborne, really good player. Obviously, uh, Shaw, you know, all those guys they got down there are, are big time players. But that'll be a fun matchup. I don't know if they have quite enough firepower for Grayson. We'll see. Uh, but it, it'll be fun to see Zoltan Osborne in a in a big time environment like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, see, um, you know, he's got to put that game on his shoulders a little mm-hmm. bit. That that'll be fun. That'll be fun to watch. That'll be fun for both sides too. That'll be a cool game. Yeah. Hillcrest talked about the Rams a little bit. Hillcrest, a uh, huge, huge game last week, um, lighting up the scoreboard. They'll host Clover, a team that might have a pretty good defense. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Uh, they didn't, you know, they played close against Northwestern last week. They really did. I still think the Rams too much firepower at home. You know, we mentioned uh, Avery McFadden, one of our players of the week, record-setting performance uh, at receiving. I think two forty-one last week, three touchdowns. Bennett Judy set the record for passing yards in a game, uh, four fifty something, whatever it was. Fifty six, I want to say. Yeah, threw plenty of touchdowns there. So much firepower, you know. Jalen Neal, Logan Coldren, Thomas Stanley. The defense, John, has they're been scoring on defense. Yeah, the defense are getting they're getting especially these touchdowns this week. B.J. Jones has had a touchdown in both games, one on a return, uh, on a kickoff, one on a pick return. Defense has allowed seven to Greer last week, and then. Uh, Week zero, they only allowed a few as well. Uh, maybe seven to Lawrence. Seven, I think seven. seven yeah. Defense is playing very well as well for those Rams there. That program is tough. I, th- I think they, they roll again Friday night. I I'm, I would like to see this game be a little bit closer. I, I don't think they just absolutely blow out Clover like their first two opponents. But I do think they, you know, yeah. I, I think they're going to be comfortable come fourth quarter. Though. Yeah. We'll have uh, Stratford. We'll be at Lexington. Lexington with a big win last week at South yep. Aiken. Uh, I think they win that game as well. Powdersville at Marlins. We talked about a little bit. Three uh, A mm-hmm. at five A matchup. Uh, very good Powdersville team. Very good offense there. Powdersville. That will be an interesting matchup. St. James will be at Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach needs a win <laughs> in, in the worst kind of way. Um, I don't know what to think about Myrtle Beach. I, I don't know. I. At this point, I almost like, gosh, I got to see him win to believe it. I'm going to keep picking them because I think I've got too much talent, but I am too. I hope they prove me right at some point. I, I am too. Irma will be at River Bluff. Lancaster will be at Rock Hill. Those are two, um, Irma River Bluff. Fun game there. You know, an undefeated 4A team, Irma, undefeated 5A team, River Bluff there. 
the brand kid, coach's son, of course, for Irmo is playing really well. Cooper Johnson, running back, Rudolph's playing really well as well. I think Rudolph a little, too, a little too much firepower there. That could be a fun ball game to be at. I think that's going to be a really, really close game. I, yeah. I'll go, I'm leaning River Bluff a little bit, but um, Irmo's got a chance in this game. They've got a really, really good chance in this game. Yeah. Lancaster will be at Rock Hill. Yeah, I heard Lancaster or I heard uh, Rock Hill actually, Rock Hill actually canceled the program, so they might not show up. Well, this week. good. Strike it off the list. <laughs> Wando will be at RB Stall. Uh, RB Stall, that, that's a good, that's a program Rock Hill can play. That'll be a good game for them to play. Goose Creek will be at Sumter. Westside will be going to TL Hanna. West Florence hosting Sacristy. Carlton County will be going to White Knoll. A white and old team, I have no idea what to make of now. They blew out Spring Valley, shocked. Maybe they're the real deal. They might be. I, I will pick them. I'll pick them this week. Yeah. Let's roll with them. I think it's the uh, the Wolves, Timberwolves. Yes, yes, you're correct. Riverside will be at Woodmont's, and that rounds out the 5A schedule for Friday and Saturday. Yeah, a couple more comments here. Uh, John says, Chris Foster, Keyshawn Good, or National at Burns the Yell. They are very good. Uh, he also says Creekside 57 does more feet 24. Bradley Ramsey talked about Sugar Jeffries being out until at least region play with surgery on his finger. Yeah, hopefully oh, he'll wow. get he'll get back soon there. Uh, John also predicts Fort Delta Fortress to beat Grace 30 to 29. Wow. Donald Wilson says Avery McFadden was the elected player in the state and eight of eleven back on defense. Yeah, Avery is really fun. Like you guys haven't seen That's him. He's, hard he's, to he's big yeah. in the big in the return game and the offensive game side, uh, side of the ball there. Jarrell says Rock Hill does get TR on the schedule. That hey, that might be good for the Devil Dogs. TR, pull that TR would be good. Uh, Lugoff, Elgin, maybe they'll play it. Yeah. Darlington, get Darlington. Darlington line them up. <laughs> that, that's a good one, too. Let's look at some 4A stuff here, John. All right, 4A slate. Strom Thurman will be at Aiken. Airport will be hosting Butler out of Georgia. Lawrence will be at Belton Honey Path. Lawrence needs a win, but BHP has played very tough. Nice win last week over Westside. Yeah, BHP, I think, on the mm-hmm. rise. Stock up. Bit. Uh, one of our games of the week, maybe the game in the state. Camden hosting Hartsville. Mm-hmm. Carolina will be hosting Berea. Darlington hosting Lugoff Elgin. Eastside will be hosting Liberty. Gilbert hosting South Aiken, also one of the games Another of the week. Game. That'll be a fun game. First Baptist will be at James Island. Ridgeview, one of our games of the week, going to Lower Richland. Silver Bluff at Midland Valley. Lakeside from the state of Georgia will be playing North Augusta. That game in North Augusta? North Augusta, 0 2. They need a win. Yes, yes, they do. And I, I, I may be thinking of Creekside, but I, I feel like I've heard of this Lakeside program from Georgia as well. Um, who knows? We'll see. We'll find out Friday night with the scoreboard. Brooklyn Casey will be heading to Northwestern, as we mentioned before. Um, interesting matchup there. I think the Trojans take care of business, though. Indian Lane will be going up North Carolina to play Palisades. Mallard Creek coming into Rock Hill. They'll be playing at South Point. That's an interesting game. Still like South Point. Though. Yeah, I think Mallard Creek is not really the, not really the team we think of from Mallard Creek from like four or five years ago. Yeah. They're a little bit yep. down from that. And South Point is, like I said last week, they're they're legit. They're the real deal. Um, I think they roll again this Friday. I think so, too. I think so, too. York will be at Union. Wade Hampton will be hosting easily. Wade Hampton, you got to say this. Winners last week, first time in several seasons, I think they were 0 25 until that win. Big win for the for the uh, Generals there. They might beat easily too. We'll see. And they won convincingly. Yeah, yeah. Convincing. I, I 
really like their chances. If they can play like they did last week, I really like their chances. We've got, uh, let's see, North Myrtle Beach will be going to West Brunswick. That's a school out of North Carolina. And as we mentioned, also Dylan going to Wilson. I'm picking Wilson in this game. Interesting. Um, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Dylan might do all that, but I'm going to pick Wilson. Bluffton will be at Woodland, and Riverside will be going to Woodmont. I think Riverside bounces back. They get the offense going this week. Uh, had a tough week last week at Shell. Man, I think they get it figured out um, this week here. A couple of skis, a couple skis of games here. I want to mention Pinewood Prep at Ben Lippin. Ben Lippin two and zero. Beat Heathwood Hall first time in five years. They've already doubled, or sorry, yeah, doubled last week's last season's win total. They won one game last year. Already won two this year. First game of season for this squad, John. Camden Military Academy at Porterdale. Their first skis of game there for Camden Military. We got Trinity Collegiate traveling to Cardinal Newman. Corey Helms looking for his first win. Big big game here, kind of a crosstown game here. Wilson Hall at Lawrence Manning. Those Sumter area schools getting after it. We got Florence Christian at Williamsburg. Another, another good one there. And the PD Academy traveling down to Carolina. The Eagles had a big win over Cardinal Newman last week. Uh, scored late to win that game, a 48-42 shootout. Quarterback Hudson's five is legit, a really big time play. I think the Eagles roll over the Bobcats on, uh, on Friday night. Very nice. Well, John, you look at our. Pick them standings next. Do you want to go into uh, some of the polls from, from this week? Ooh, I want to do the pick them last. Let's do the pick them last. Okay, perfect. Let's look through the poll here, and then we'll uh, roll into that. I have, now, I have not seen this poll, so you'll get live reaction from Kevin Thomas as John goes through this. All right. All right. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. You're going to like some of these. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're going to like some of these. We'll start. Uh, I, I like going from the bottom to the top here. Okay. We'll go with 5A, though, but we'll go 10 up to 1. Perfect. Um, checking in, first time this year at number ten, Somerville. Okay, I'm fine with that. Green Wave. But yeah, that's fine. They earned it last week. And number nine, they uh, they drop a spot, I think, or maybe they stay the same. Number nine is Spartanburg. Number eight, T.L. Hannah. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Gaffney. Dropping back a little bit here. Number six is Sumter. Five is Dorman. Four are the Burns Rebels. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number three is Hillcrest. Number two, Fort Dorchester. And number one, Dutch Fort. Dutch Fort getting all the first place votes I don't, as well. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. It's not bad. Um, I would say, you know, Dorman and Burns could probably flip, possibly. I think Dorman's played a little higher classification opponent, a little better for one first couple weeks, but both teams have looked very impressive. Um, T.L. Hanna, a team that we have probably hadn't talked enough about. Um, you know, they they lost a ton of seniors, blew out Bowling Springs Week Zero, beat a good Greenville team last week. They're looking very good as well. Spartanburg, we know they're good. They just play some really good competition. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't hate that five ball. That's not too bad. Yeah, I, I I think I'd have all those teams there. Yeah, shuffle around slightly a little bit, slightly a little bit. But uh, I really do like the top three. Mm -hmm. I think the top three are are pretty spot on. Go down to four A. So we have a tie for 10 okay. between Andy Land and the Ridgeview. At number nine, we have James Island. Number eight is Catawba Ridge. Seven is Irma. Six, Hartsville. Five is South Florence. Four, West Florence. I'd flip those. Mm. Three is AC Flora. Two, Northwestern. And number one is South Point. I have a hard time not having South or not having uh, South Florence two or three. Honestly, yeah, uh, and, and I mean I, South Point Northwestern one and two. Yeah. I, I don't argue that. Yeah, I 
probably have South Florence three. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, they may, for me, jump Northwestern. We're giving Northwestern so much credit for blowing out Rock Hill. You're right. Who's that, Rock Hill? I mean, that I mean, is a good point. The Clover win's more impressive just because of the, the team status, I guess. But South good Florence, point. that win they had over Goose Creek, dominating fashion, and then obviously over a good Oceanside team. It's hard to find two better wins in the state so far than those two. That's a good point. But, I, I will, would you put? I would put the South Point win over Gaffney. Yeah, yeah. Probably for that classic. Well, hey, maybe for the state. Yeah. Um, is the best win so far this year. But I think four A. If you want to, you can have, put them however you want. But South Point, Northwestern, AC four, South Lawrence, and then I think you have a step. Uh, yeah. The rest of the we'll state. See, we'll see about Hartsville this week. Hartsville dominates Camden. I think they, they, they've earned a spot, but uh, I agree. I want to see how that goes. I agree with that. Uh, and hey, you know, let's see what Irma does against River Bluff. Yeah. If, if Irma is very impressive against River Bluff, that's I'll put the Yellow Jackets in a serious conversation, too. And Richie, gosh, if Richie could just. They play, got play it. Play to the potential. Play to the potential. I don't think they're playing. I, I don't think they're going full 100% yeah. yet. Um, but if they did, who knows? Um, go down to 3A. So, number 10 is Buford. 9, Hanahan. 8, Woodruff, which kind of surprises me there. 7 is Seneca. Uh, maybe they are the 7th best team in the state. I don't think they've proved that yet, mm-hmm. but that's where they are right now. 6 is Gilbert. 5 is Clinton. 4, Powersville. 3, Dillon. 2, Camden. And 1 is Daniel, um, I don't know about Woodruff. I don't know about Seneca. Yeah, Canahan, eh. Buford. I, I like Buford. I, I would put Buford a little high. I was gonna say, uh, yeah. Obviously, Buford lost to Fort D last week. That's a, a top two five A program. People forget this. Uh, this Buford team is a team that played for state in four A last year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they dropped down to three A. You're gonna put them at ten in the rankings. That's where they are. They're probably, I put them at. seven, probably in my spot. Bump them guys down. Um, but just three yeah, so deep. I, I mean, I'd say six or seven would be would be very fair. We're talking about teams that you know aren't even in the top ten. The guys like Brooklyn Casey or you know Barbara County, the HP of all look really good. Three um, is so deep, man. It, it's hard to it's hard I, to, to to complain too much about that poll. I, I'd probably have Marlboro County in the top ten this week. Very impressive. After their very impressive. Draw. Draw. Uh, I, I think that would be very fair. Um, and stuff to drop BC out. Uh, yeah, I know that was an ugly loss at Burns, but bounced back last week very nicely. And and, and hey, maybe Burns is the best team to say. You know who knows? Going to two A, number ten, Silver Bluff, hanging in, hanging in there. Number nine, Buford. Number eight is Sherall. I don't know, but they're eight. Seven is Wade Hampton. Six is Gray. Five is Fairfield Central. Four is Barnwell. They're getting three first place votes. Number three is Oceanside. They're getting seven Turn first place votes. Off. Turn the camera off. <laughs> number two is Abbeville. And number one, number one and two A, the Saluda Tigers. Look at that. I like it. Saluda getting six hey, first place votes. I've heard they're loaded. Um, they haven't played a great team yet. Um, I'm hard pressed to not put Oceanside even with a loss. At two or one, honestly, um, that's surprising. They're at three there behind Abbeville, you know. And we saw them last year. Abbeville was a good team last week. We saw that, but very good team. Four teams, Oceanside is, is very <laughs> impressive. That, that's not stuff of a two A team. That's stuff of a uh, four and five A team. But Oceanside, I, I think Oceanside is 
to me, mm-hmm. from what we've seen so far, Oceanside is clearly number one. Yeah. So uh, who are some teams that aren't in that? Or do we have um, Marion's so not Marion's in there? Marion's not in there. Um, my, my, my King Street guys, I'm telling you, watch out for them. So. They even get a vote? They even get a vote? Um, here's, I have a question. Oh, okay. gosh. Fairfield Central's 3A, correct? 2A this year. They're 2A. Yep, yep, yep. Um, they've got no love. No love here. We got a 5. We got a 5 in 2A. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting all confused. Yeah. I'm getting all I was thinking they weren't even top 10. Okay, they're fine. All right. I would adapt that. Yeah. Fair. Coming here, Thomas says, uh, Sluter definitely loved Oceanside takes his number one spot. Yeah, Oceanside has been great. Thomas, also great yeah. to see at the game last yeah, Friday. Yeah, they with that. Um, comment from John says, Burns is going to kill Greenville. They have one of the best secondaries in the state in defensive, defensive line right now. Burns is the number one defense in South Carolina in, top, in a top six offense. We'll see. Uh, I mean, John, like I said, you know, they play two, three A schools. We'll learn a lot more this week against, yeah. against Greenville. Obviously, we'll get into the region play as well. But they have looked, certainly looked very impressive. And that, what's so crazy about it is they, uh, they took such a turnaround. You know, last year the defense was not good at all. Defense has been, you know, really a calling card so far. Much, so much better. The Rebels are, are looking good on that side of the ball. Uh, comment here from Terrence says, Way Hampton's a sleeper. Way Hampton's yeah. always tough in 2 oh, Are they, uh, they're seven in that poll? Okay. Yeah. They're always tough. Um, you know, tough place to play down there too, man. Uh, tough place to play. Yeah, I mean, there's some good teams that got no, uh, I say no love, but not in the top 10. Marion, mm-hmm. not in the top 10. Um, Chesterfield, we just don't know about Chesterfield yeah, yet. Yeah, we'll see. I think they're probably a top 10 caliber team. They just haven't stepped on the field yet. Andrew Jackson. Yep. They certainly could be a top 10 program as well. And now we go down to 1A, uh, number 10, Lakeview. Mm-hmm. Now this is exciting. Louisville is number 9. Okay. But... Louisville's got one first place vote. How do they get a number nine? Yeah, is that the know. only vote they got? Somebody else voted for them? That could be. I'd put them higher than that for what they're playing right now. My goodness. Number eight, this is, seems a little unfair. Number eight is Lamar. Yeah, tough, tough, um, tough luck loss. That one's really good. That's, that's tough. That seems a little harsh. Seven is Baptist Hill. Six is St. Joseph's. Five, Johnsonville. Four, Whale Branch. Third... Still getting three first place votes is 0 2 Southside Christian. They haven't played anybody in the state yet. Though, yeah. Either. Yeah. Number two, getting one first place vote is Christ Church. And then number one is Bamberg Earhart. It, it's it's tough. I mean, because you feel like when you when you when you read this poll, they're penalizing teams for playing tough competition. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Southside Christian's played two teams that are very well, very, very good, and they're both from two that really lost. I mean, obviously you don't want to lose two games, but I don't know. That that's a that's weird to me how that's happening. Um, but and we don't know. And, and I'll admit it, we don't know a ton about these out of state friends. There's no. a handful of them. We know. Oh wow, they have a lot of talent that typically comes out every year. We know that much. You know, we know who some of the bigger programs are. We don't really know that much. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the guys in the media prep poll. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. I've had a hard press. They know a ton about these teams either. Um, you know, Southside Christian could have been very impressive. In yeah. some of these games, and we just don't know how good those other teams are. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, it'll all work itself out. A couple comments here. Derek says they deserve number 10 right now for Lakeview uh, until we get back to Lakeview football. Yeah. You okay. know, they'll, they'll get another yeah. win this week. I feel like um, keep climbing the polls, keep figuring it out. I know they've got some some young guys in key spots they got to figure out, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> we've, we've got someone that's asking for trouble here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We had uh, a comment from Brown. said, you guys talk Gaffney Hammond yet? We did. That was one of our calling games of the week, so that's the beginning of the show. So when we get done here, go back and listen to the beginning. It's one of the first games we talk about there. 
Um, other comments we have from John says Gaffney's no good this year. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. They played South Point, played a, a half a quarter against Union. We'll see what happens. Um, those guys have ton of athletes, as we know. It's not that they're not talented. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. They're young. Uh, next couple weeks. They're young. They're going to get better and better. They're going to get better and better. Once region play rolls around, I, I think they're going to be they're going to be ready to go. And gosh, it's crazy that we're even we're even having this conversation. You know, a week, two weeks in, some teams haven't played a game. Yeah. <laughs> Four weeks ago, if someone would have been like, "Ooh, Gaffney fans aren't feeling too good," people are saying Gaffney's no good. I'm like, what? Yeah. Are these, is everyone high? What happened? Um, we got a lot of football to be played. Yeah. There's a lot left to be decided. Yeah, but as always, John and I, we don't necessarily agree with those polls. We got our own poll coming out here soon enough, folks. We're working on that, so we'll we'll get that good. But uh, John, before we do our pick them here. Give another quick shout-out to our friends at Security Advantage Federal Credit Union. Our preview show brought to you by those guys. They have a clear purpose to improve the financial lives of their members. They offer much lower loan rates and don't charge the fees the other banks do. Whatever your personal journey, they're there to offer you smart financial solutions. SecurityManageSU.com. SecurityManageSU.com. Also, our friends at the George Agency serve the insurance needs of South Carolina for over 35 years. They're a full-line insurance agency concentrated in employee benefits and health insurance and office in Mullins and Merrill's Inlet. They can help you all across the state. They have clients in Greer, Rock Hill, Columbia, etc. Whether you're a seasonal employee, Small business owner, give Richard Bradley, Wayne, and the crew a call at thegeorgeac.net. Our Game of the Week sponsor, Kona there, John. They offer the most advanced training and experience in orthopedic surgery, neurosurgery, sports medicine, and pain management in the upstate. Kona offers a synergistic approach for spine, skill system, nervous system, and supporting structures. Three community locations in Spartanburg, Duncan, and Greenville. Kona.care, that's Kona.care. Then our Stock Up, Stock Down sponsor, sponsor, Founders Federal Credit Union. Get your head in the game with Founders Federal Credit Union. See how a founder membership can elevate your financial game. Train, train your financial skills with a wide array of financial tools and services. Visit RelaxJoinFounders.com. That's RelaxJoinFounders.com. Relax the Founders Federal Credit Union. So shout out to our good friends there who help us make this show possible each week, make it possible to go to games each week, John. Um, and then also shout out here to our pickup sponsor, Hen Engineering, and our week one leaderboard here. A three-way tie at the top. Ben B, Dale B, and Robbie all with 10 right. Also shout out to our Friend of the program, uh, part of the Move the Change crew here, Jarrell Hendricks, also got 10, John. Very nice. We did pretty good with 9. I was happy with our scores there. Also 9 for Charlie H., Corey R., Bradley R., Joshua T., David C., Rashodi B., Jeff M., and Sylvia D. So a nice bounce back for everybody. Um, you know, we had kind of a tough week in week zero for, for across across the board. Yes, we did. A lot of good scores this week, a lot of 10s and 9s. So hats off you guys for our week one leaders there. And our overall leaders, don't forget, guys, we will be dropping your lowest score. We have not done that yet because it's only been two weeks, of course. But so far through two weeks, we've got Dale B with 18. All right. David C, 17. Lance and Nicholas at 16. James and Ryan at 16. Jimmy and Corey at 16. Sherman and Tom at 15. Charlie and Mike at 15. Joshua and Mark at 15. Jeff and Dexter at 15. Jarrell at 17. I'm at 15. John, you're at 14. we got some catching up to do here, John. We're in the ball game. We are. We're in the ball game. We're not too far off. We had a good week. We had a good week last week. We, we are. We're in the right direction. But yeah, big shout out to our hand engineering friends. They're sponsored by our pickups. So definitely get into that. We post it on Tuesdays. Also posted, you know, via email. It's on our website. It's on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Get in there. So we're dropping your, your weekly, your lowest score, so you can still catch up. We got a, a weekly or a seasonal prize at the end of the year. Also going to do a couple weekly prizes as well. So definitely hop in there, and it's not too late. So definitely. Definitely being there as part of that. Uh, John said he's got Dormer going 12 and 2. John, get in the pick em, man. Make some pick em there. Yeah, love, yeah, love to have yeah. it. Love to have it. But 
John, this has been a, another great re- another great preview show. Lots of good games this week. What are your final thoughts kind of on, on Friday night here in week two? I feel like we have a lot of games, and, and this is typical out of region play. Um, a lot of teams cross classifications mm-hmm. where it's really hard to tell who's going to win. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to tell who the better team is. And it makes it so exciting. Next Friday is so exciting because, you know, it's some teams that, hey, they're decent or, you know, maybe maybe they're not as good as we thought they were. And then some other teams like, hey, these guys might be really good, but yeah. we're really going to find out this Friday. Um, you know, it's just as the season goes, we just peel back some more layers of the onion and see who's for real, who's who's a pretender. And it, this is going to be a week where we really, really find a lot. They say, and we're both wearing our, our PGA shirts today. They call Saturday moving day on the golf tournament. It, you know, I feel like this week is kind of like a moving week for a lot of programs to determine, you know, how good guys really are. It's going to be pretty exciting Friday. I like that. I like that. If you guys, this is your first time watching, we appreciate you. Like, share, follow us here on Facebook at Moving Chains. Also, we're on Twitter and Instagram, Moving Chains as well. We do a, a few more updates throughout the week on those those platforms, all some graphics and whatnot on Instagram there. Um, we also got a brand new website, MovingChains.com. We have a message board. We have our road trip on there. We have some really cool stuff. Our polls are coming out soon enough. Another thing we're doing this year, guys, on Friday night after the games, check us out on Twitter for Friday Night Spaces. Basically, we're doing a a live show where we're kind of going through scores, going through breakdowns of the games we were at, letting you guys join in and tell us about the game that you were at. So super cool to do. Check us out on Twitter at Moving Change, B-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S, on Twitter for Friday Night Spaces. Really fun thing to, to be a part of there, John. Um, I do want to give a quick shout-out to our players of the week from this week. Yes. We had uh, running back Jonah Norris from Lexington, 328, five touchdowns. Receiver Avery McFadden from Hillcrest, eight catches, two forty-one, and three touchdowns. A record school, setting. Yes, a school re- a school record there for Avery. And then running back Jarvis Green from Dutch Fort, twenty-three carries, three hundred six yards, and two touchdowns. Hats off to Jarvis, Jonah, and Avery. And he had to do it. Had to do it to get the win. Yes, yes. Big time performance from all those guys. So if you guys, if you see a big performance, send it to us. Like you know, we post every Saturday. Let us know. Send us the, the stats because we can only pick from people we see. You know, we don't see everybody. So if you have a stat list or whatever, get it over to us and we'll hopefully uh defense counts too. That's right. right. Let's get some linebacker and safety and, and defensive line and stats in here too. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But John, looking forward to Friday night. It's be a lot of good ball games. Like if you guys are at one, let us know. But uh for John Epps, I'm Kevin Thomas. It's been our moving the change week two preview show, and we'll catch you guys next week.